Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. So as we do the uh, heart practices this period, I want to focus once again primarily on uh, on metta towards ourselves, and then I'll we'll open it up and include perhaps a benefactor or another category, but uh, mostly on self, because I want to share with you. Um, a way that I do loving kindness towards ourself, and it's so it's so key that the more you can tap into uh, your own goodness and your own noble qualities, and feel that you're worthy of kindness and happiness, the more it just radiates out from you uh, without obstruction. Yet it is a curious thing how uh, often we're the last people who can really see what everyone else sees. So I want to share this this practice with you. This uh, came to me in one period of loving kindness practice. I had been doing it for I was I set aside about six weeks to do um, to do metta uh, loving kindness practices at, at IMS, and I was doing metta for myself for the first week, as is often done. And I'd been doing that for a few days, and it was okay. I wasn't giving myself a hard time. Uh, I wasn't beating myself up. It was, it was actually basically nice to myself. But it wasn't particularly juicy. It wasn't a gusher, let's put it that way. Uh, I was just doing it, which is fine. And as you're doing the loving-kindness practice, it's important to allow whatever your experience is to be just the way it is. If you've got any kind of hope or expectation that it's going to be, that it should be more than it is, you're setting yourself up for, um, for a problem. And the point is that whatever your experience is, uh, you allow it and hold that with metta. If you're feeling, you know, self-judgment or you're feeling like a phony or you're feeling like cold as stone and you've never loved anybody in in your life and those kinds of thoughts are coming through if you can hold them those thoughts and all those qualities in a spirit of kindness and compassion then you're doing the metta um, and you just allow whatever is here and even if you can't access that it's still having the intention to incline the mind towards well-wishing. That's what counts. But anyway, I was doing it for about three days, as I say. And then uh, somebody came to my mind who I knew really loved me. There's no question in my mind. I knew this person loved me. And um, the thought came to me, this would be so easy if I could see what they see, why they love me. And then I hit upon this, this way of doing metta for self that um, had a very um, powerful impact. It was really a, a, a turning point in my practice, and I like to share it with people. So, um, as we do this, let your, whatever your experience be, just the way it is. This is not a pass-fail test. This is just an exploration into another way to um, get who you are. So, I'd like you to close your eyes for a moment. If you're 
or if you're not already. And it's good to start the metta by just making sure your posture is relatively uh, at ease and comfortable. It's hard to send loving kindness when your body is tight and screaming at you, you're battling it. Just let yourself be comfortable, as comfortable as is available. And um, also very helpful to um, start by um, letting your attention rest in your heart center, that place that we think of that can touch and be touched by others. And invite it to soften Uh, Imagine breathing in all the goodness of life, the benevolence of life. There's so much of it. Breathing it in right through your heart and letting it touch your whole being and soften to whatever extent is available. And as you breathe out, just radiating that benevolent energy, loving energy out to whatever extent available. Just do that for a few moments and to soften your heart or invite that softening. And some people find It can be helpful if uh, they just very gently touch their heart center. If you find that helpful, then you can do that for a few moments or uh, as much as you like. Feeling some tenderness right through your, your hand. And now, Bring to mind some being that you share a sweet connection with, a loving connection with. It can be a friend, it can be a pet, a child, any being who you share that connection when you're there with each other. It's just there's an ease and a basic uh, warmth and well-wishing and appreciation. And imagine they're right here in front of you. And if you can have an image of them smiling at you in whatever way. First, feel that loving connection that flows between you, that's unique to the two of you sharing space. Let yourself first even enjoy that that you can have a connection like that with some being, whether it's a, a dog or a cat, which sometimes is one of the, the most easy ways to connect, or somebody somewhere in your life that you enjoy hanging out with and they with you. And now, for a few moments, imagine inhabiting their perspective. And if you can, play around with this, seeing through their eyes or feeling in their heart who they see or how they feel when they are with their good friend. 
see if you can get a sense of why they enjoy being with you. The various qualities that touch them about you. Maybe your playfulness or your goodness or your creativity or your compassion or your various gifts. Just see why do they enjoy hanging out with you? Drink yourself in, as one poet says. And as you're looking and seeing all of these qualities, these beautiful qualities that touch them, looking back on yourself, let's see if this person is worthy of kindness, their friend, that they enjoy so much. If this person called you is worthy of kindness and happiness, seeing that the more that this being called you is in touch with that, the more all of those beautiful qualities shine through and touch everybody. And from their perspective, you might send yourself some wishes of kindness May you see all the goodness inside of you. May you see what everybody else who cares and appreciates about you sees. May you feel all the love that's inside and share it well. And you might imagine anything else that your friend really would wish for you. just enjoying seeing you really happy. What would they wish for you? What do they wish for you when they're connected in that loving way? might even see yourself smiling, able to take it in, really getting who you are. Just seeing yourself as others who really get you, see who you are. And now imagine your consciousness coming back, floating back right inside your own being. And from the inside, stay connected to those qualities that you saw through your friend's eyes. 
Remember what touches them about you. Even when you don't feel or feel connected to those qualities, they're still there, shining through you. And from the inside, send yourself kind thoughts. And you can do it either in the first person or in the second person. You can say, may I or may you from the wisest, most loving place inside of you, sending it to yourself and blessing yourself with those words. May I no real happiness in my life. And as you're saying it, you might envision a happy moment where you're really smiling, where you're delighted, or whatever situation, just so you realize, oh yeah, this is what it feels like May I feel that more, as much as there is given to me. May I stay connected with all my beautiful qualities. and share my love well. And again, connecting with all of those beautiful qualities that you've been gifted with, that you've been blessed with, that you can't really take ownership of, but you can celebrate. May I be safe from inner and outer harm wishing safety for yourself in a spirit of kindness. May I or may you, either way, May I appreciate and accept myself just as I am. Take a few moments to wish yourself anything else that you might need in your own way. I'll be quiet and see what you might need or what you want to wish for yourself just in your own way from a sincere place of kindness in your heart. whether it's patience or courage, 
or clarity or kindness. Give that to yourself right now in your own way. And remembering that the more you can access your own goodness and well-being, the more everybody around gets the benefit of it. So this is an act of generosity to everyone in your life. No need to hold back. And no need to try to make anything more than is here. Just a very basic appreciation and well-wishing. As the Buddha said, you can look the whole world over and not find anyone more deserving of kindness and love than yourself. Here it is. And sometimes the word loving-kindness can seem like a lofty, out-of-reach spiritual quality. If you simplify it to just basic kindness, you're just practicing kindness. Kindness and appreciation towards yourself as well as others. It's very simple and the most profound thing that we can do. And now, just as we uh, continue with the, the period, for a few moments, you might bring your friend or that being back into your consciousness 
if they're not there now, and just send that to them in appreciation with that open heart. Seeing them happy, perhaps happy that you can get who you are. And uh, send some thoughts in that same way to them, appreciating that they're in your life, not wanting anything from them other than their own happiness and well-being. May you really be happy. You might see them receiving it from you and really getting your, your caring. May you feel my love for you. Again, a love that doesn't want anything other than their own happiness and well-being. see all your beautiful qualities as I see and appreciate who you are. truly happy. And then in your own way, you can wish them whatever else in your own words for a few moments. And then in that same way, we can just extend for a moment to everyone in this room, basic spirit of well-wishing, all of the people practicing with. May all of us see who we really are and share our love well. be able to receive and send all the love in our hearts. And then lastly, May all the goodness in our own life and in our practice and in our practice together be shared with all beings everywhere, near and far. May all beings find happiness in their lives and the highest peace.
So I thought I'd end it just a few minutes uh, before the formal end of the sitting just to uh, to check in and see if anything either came up from that or any questions about the metta practice, which as you can see uh, can be done in lots of different ways. Um, the, the key is to just touch that place in us that that really does um, love to express our kindness. So anything that anyone wants to bring up or ask? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, here you go. Your manner of presentation reminded me a lot of Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Mr. Rogers, uh, thank you. That's one of the... That's one of the nicest things that anybody has ever said. <laughs> one of my heroes. <laughs> I know that I've been taught meta for so many years uh, uh, by, by that man. Uh, but um, my heart was joined with his. Uh huh. He was a really high guy. <laughs> I'm actually just feeling it myself. He was one high guy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Just an observation, I um, usually do metta and at the end I usually send it to myself. But I think the way of looking at it that you presented changed a lot of what I felt and, and did, I think, deepen my feelings. So I applaud that. I thought that was great. I think um, my metta to myself has not been that full. I need to work on that. Mm-hmm. Great, thank you. You know, it, the classical metta, this is a version of the classical metta where um, it's suggested that you reflect for a few moments on your noble qualities, just so that you feel deserving and, and see who you really are. Um, so this is just another way of doing it. And if you... If you didn't feel anything, if you, you couldn't think of anybody or you didn't really feel feel something, you know, that's absolutely fine. It does not mean that, you know, there's, there's no hope for you. It's, uh, it's just where you happen to be at now. But if you were able to feel and just get a glimpse of what others see in you and why they're touched by you and even a glimpse of kindness towards yourself what I like to say is the jig is up you can't pretend that you don't have the capacity to love yourself and then it's more and more just accessing that and tuning into that understanding that perspective that you touched and just giving it more and more um, airplay and practice right in your heart. It's just tuning into a particular dial on the on the channel. Ah, yeah, I can really be kind or I can really appreciate myself. Oh, I just need to practice that more and more. Yes, sir. Right in the, the, raise your hand. Um, I found uh, it, this this type of meta is hard for me because I can't really establish some of the qualities for myself. But today, at the earlier sitting, I actually called my brain the enemy today, so I actually talked to my brain today and told them I'm going to like myself. So I'm before that. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? So I don't know whether to establish my brain as the enemy. As, 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 the, as, the enemy? Is it? as my enemy. Uh-huh. So I was having 
I was having an argument. You're having a what? Argument with my brain. You were having an argument with your brain. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Yeah, it's not you. <laughs> Today, my first, my first. Um, yeah. Okay, brain, you're going to like me and I'm going to like you. Uh huh. Uh huh. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, anyways, I couldn't, I, couldn't, um, I couldn't sit with this meta today. Uh-huh. But earlier, I was having an argument with my brain and telling them, telling itself that I'm going to like me. As, so, does that make sense? I don't know if I should be establishing the brain as my enemy or. Um. I think the more you can establish it as your friend, the better. Uh, it just is following habits. And the more you can appreciate, your brain has served you incredibly well, would you say? I'd like to think that. I mean, do you ever come up with good thoughts? I'm starting to. And thoughts, um, uh, important thoughts, useful thoughts that that are trying to do the best and take care of you. Yes. Your your brain has been serving you in amazing ways your whole life. We just focus on the ways that it gives us a hard time, but your brain is one of the greatest miracles in the universe. It said it's one of the most complex, it is the comp- most complex thing known in this, on this plane. Don't miss all the amazing ways that it serves you. It's not your enemy. It's just parts of it that, that need to be retrained to serve you, but it can be trained. That's the amazing thing too. Thank you. Okay, one, maybe one more over here with uh, Lynn over here. Um, I just want to say thank you because I've been struggling with the issue of feeling guilt with my son of not being present to him all the time. Um, And I was having a hard time. I was having judgment throughout last few days and trying to be kind and nice but this practice really able to touch a really tender and deep part of me and I just my tears just start flowing immediately and I just have a f- deep forgiveness to myself just mm. now and say I really do the best I can I've mm. been doing the best I can and I just feel such a release thank mm. Beautiful, and and when you probably when you saw yourself through his eyes, he was probably saying, "Oh, mommy, huh? Yeah." So whatever you you did, or you're feeling guilty about not there as much, that's your perception. He is filled with love, and so grateful, and probably sees you as the most important being. You matter, so you must be doing something right. It's amazing how we can miss that. So, and the more you can really res- feel your own worth, the more you can really receive his love fully. That's the beautiful thing. You know, if somebody is loving us and we don't feel worthy and so, oh no, I shouldn't, you know, then actually we're denying the full impact of their love. It's like we're, we're diminishing it to some extent. I was saying this to somebody else today, but if we can receive it gracio- graciously and gratefully, oh, I'm so glad that you love me. It's like it completes the circuit and it gives more, Im- more power to their love as well. But you can't hold on to all that love coming your way. What do you? Ne- what can you do except recycle it and give it back? You know. So it's like it's moving through you. 
but to be able to really receive it is a gift to everybody and the way to do that is to just see a bit what they see and appreciate who we are so thank you okay it's uh is it is there another yoga now or is there no okay oh, then we can take time for another question or two right here Hardy. okay um yeah hi Hi. Um, thank you for that. It was beautiful. Um, you're obviously a very warm, caring, emotive person. It, it, it glows through you. Um, on Not always that way, <laughs> but glad that it's you glowing now. On the Myers Briggs test. Um, my e-score was off the charts. Uh, my emotional, you know, the, the thinking and feeling. My F-score, I'm sorry. It practically didn't exist. Mm -hmm. Not very emotive. No, not at all. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not one of the touchy-feely crowd. Mm -hmm. um, and when we talked in the group, we talked about... Um, our, our inclinations and our habits of mind. But I'm wondering, can you offer any advice to the feeling impaired? <laughs> yeah. Uh, first, uh, don't think of yourself as feeling impaired. Uh, you might think of yourself as somebody who is learning more and more to get in touch with their feelings. And in fact, I remember in the group, you said there are times where you were the one that was touched by, what was it, a, daisy, a dandelion? Yeah, right. You were There you were, deeply touched by a dandelion. There's hope for you. Yeah, okay. And so a lot is how you hold yourself because the story that you tell about yourself has a big uh, effect on what you're able to to, to develop. And so thinking of yourself as somebody who is committed to and who is learning to get more and more in touch with their caring heart, then that shifts things. Then there's a, what's called a growth mindset. And then any time that you feel yourself being touched or and, it can, and as we talked about in the group, it can look different for different people. It's not like you've got to be, you know, shining and doing cartwheels and like that. It can be a very quiet kind of connection. Anytime, but anytime you do feel that genuine movement of the heart, which you might feel when you read a newspaper article and there's, there's either a tragedy if you hang out with it and say, oh gosh, I wonder what those people are going through, how it feels, or some sweet feature article that somebody's success and you say, oh, isn't that good? Stay present for it and just let it register because it's there it's just that it takes it might take a little bit more time to to connect and see oh yeah there really is a feeling heart in there uh, and it's a process as long as you're facing in that direction um, you might find once you start looking for it that you have a lot more feelings than uh, than you realize okay all right, one last one in the back, and then we'll go. Is this working? Yeah. So um, I slept through the meditation just now. And I've slept through, I think, every meditation since I got here, with the exception of one. And I noticed it made a big difference for me to sit up front. I don't want to sit up front because I'm afraid I'll fall asleep. I think I'm being nice. I think I'm being kind. I think I'm being kind to myself. I Good. get like I, I get the message. Good. Um, I have a four-month-old. You a four-month-old? Uh -huh. Here. Oh so, yeah. So sleep isn't sleep. 
Yeah. I know that, and it's okay. It's the most beautiful thing in the whole world. But it's sort of like trying to allow myself to rest. So, you know, I, it's okay that I'm sleeping in meditation. It's okay that I sleep on the couch. I know that. Like, that's where I can sleep. I can't sleep yeah. in my cabin. I don't know what you have to say to me, but maybe it will help. <laughs> um, <laughs> my son looks at me like I'm the greatest thing in the world, and I think the best part of being here might be being so single-focused for breastfeeding because there's no distractions. Mm -hmm. Like the real world, and I'm awake for those. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's a very different experience. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I have a few things I can say. Um, first of all, being the mother of a four-month-old, uh, where your sleep is minimal, it's not realistic to expect that you're going to come here and be clear. So this can be a, 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 a different kind of retreat for you where the main focus is, is letting it be just how it is and appreciating your intention to be as present as possible. And maybe as much of the retreat is when you're with him and seeing through his eyes the wonder that is there. If you can kind of get a transmission from that beautiful being of what it's like to be awed by everything around you, that will be pretty good use of this time. And when you're here and you're sleeping in the hall, doing the best you can, I keep in mind that the key ingredient to this process is our sincerity of intention. That's where everything comes from. And so if you're doing the best you can, like you said a moment ago, and you are bringing that intention to be as conscious as you can, that's your end of the deal. And part of the practice will be letting it be okay that you're sleepy. In fact, I'm just remembering uh, Deepama once told Joseph, you know, Joseph Goldstein, and Deepama is this very, very high being who had all kinds of uh, powers and the, the ultimate super yogi, right? And she said to, she said to Joseph once, you should do a two-day sit. And then he realized she wasn't talking about a two-day retreat. She was talking about sitting for two days straight, <laughs> not getting up. And he laughed and he said, you can't be serious. And she said, stop being so lazy. You know? And then he realized that what she touched in him, he never did it, don't worry. <laughs> but what she touched him when she said that was his attachment to clarity. I couldn't sit for a long time. I'd be sleeping, I'd be everywhere, I wouldn't be fun, it wouldn't be, you know, I'd be all over the map. And he realized just in her saying that how much he valued sitting and seeing things clearly. That was his idea of what good practice was. And then he up-leveled it a whole other dimension and seeing, oh, it's not about sitting and having a super sit that you can tell somebody about. It's about being here for anything. Sleepiness, confusion, doubt, restlessness, wanting, wanting it to end, wanting everything. That's what practice is about, not just this ideal or idea of what you should be doing. 
to be, and he said, if you can sit and know that you're doing the best you can and be nodding off and still appreciate your intention, this is good practice. Much more, much more helpful than having a clear sit and saying, pretty cool yogi. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm doing it now. You know. Much better to really be able to be here for the whole show and not take it personally and know that your heart is, is really intending to, to be with anything. So take this as a different kind of retreat, a, a, a nourishing retreat. Here you are nourishing your baby and giving everything you can to your baby it will be a very important model, not only here, but for the rest of your life and your relationship with him to, to see practice and life as um, nourishing yourself so you have that much more to give. And take this as a nourishing retreat. This is a healing Dharma field where you can take in all the good energy and then just share it with him. That's what I would say. Okay. Be kind to yourself. Let it ripple out to everybody else. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.